Welcome to Around the NBA with Chris Panarik, going Blazer Wayne and Rip City Q's Chris Craig. And I am really bummed. I know I've said it before, but Chris, it's not a happy time to be a Blazers fan. It is not. We just lost five in a row. Watched again tonight to the Minnesota Timberwolves, despite the return of Damian Lillard. Four straight losses at home, dude. Four straight at home. We saw the last win, didn't we? We yeah, yeah the last time you won, we were there. We were yeah. there. Oh, my god! Lost five straight after that. Yeah. Dude, we were up seven, and Lillard comes down and chucks up that shot. Yeah. And it doesn't go in, and it all falls apart. And then we're down six, and he hits a three with, like, 32 seconds left. Yeah. Which means you don't foul. You, you play defense for 24 seconds. You get the ball back. Right. If and we uh, fouled. If you fouled him, it was over. Game's over. He got yeah. that three. Now you go back on defense. Yes, exactly. Trying to get the rebound. It's a two for and one. Back the other side, you score. Yeah. So stupid. That drives me nuts when people do that. You never foul there. You never, never. foul there. Never. And we used our our. Time out early. We never used our challenge. I mean, it's a frustrating game. Very frustrating. Yeah, it's not good. And we have some tough opponents coming up, don't we? We play the Suns next. So, I mean, they're not going to have Devin Booker. They might not have DeAndre Ayton. Um, he's questionable. So we'll see who they have, but still. It was such a bummer because Simons played so well. Macklemore played so well. Little played so well. Yeah, it was the first time in Blazers franchise history that two players off the bench put up at least five three-pointers apiece. Wait, you mean hit five threes? Yes, hit five threes. Simons five five threes. Threes. Who, oh, five Simons and Macklemore, right. Yeah, Simons had six. Macklemore had uh, five. And how about Watford out there? And Watford, yes, I loved it. The energy, yes. Should have left him out there longer. Could have. Yeah, I know. He was great. And the Blazers are seeing how tough a not having Zell or not having a third, you know, guy that's, you know, 6'11 or taller on the team. Yeah. These are both our our bigs. Right. There's no bigs coming off the Outside of Watford. Outside of Watford, because even Greg Brown was out with illness. So, what a tough game. Should we be oh making God. trades to improve or trades to blow up at this point? Well, I mean, the championship, dude. You try to make trades to, to kind of keep the ship afloat. You, you try to make trades to make things work first, and then if it doesn't work, you blow it. I mean, we're going to be trading like we're going to be doing a big trade. We'll be trading CJ, you know, Rocco, maybe even Nurk. Nurk, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe a big trade when it comes. Are you trading Nurk for, like, picks and complimentary players, or are you hoping to get a star in return? Well, I think the Blazers are going to try to get a star. They're trying to get better. They're, you know, from what we've heard, they're trying to get better. They're not trying to go into rebuild right now. So we'll see what they can get, and we'll talk more about that here. Um, Willard Durant had 51 points tonight. Yeah, Durant did. Yeah, and 51 points, season high. Any player this season, uh, in a win against the Detroit Pistons. And the Pistons had led, they were leading after the third quarter, and then the Nets went on an 11 0 run to start the fourth, and they just never looked back. LeBron sparks 23 0 run as Lakers storm best magic. Uh, I don't like hearing about the Lakers playing well. Oh my god, they beat the magic. Dude, is Lillard going to make the all-star team? Lillard is probably not going to make the all-star team this year. That is sad. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Or he will, or he will, and people will be pissed. Yeah, or, I mean, if he starts, like, putting up 50-point games, I mean, that might change here very soon. But, you know, all-star voting is going to begin Christmas, so. That's coming up. That's in less than two weeks. Quick. That's two weeks. So, today. Yeah, he needs to start having some really good games if he wants a chance to be on to be on the All Star team. Wow. Um, 
I don't know if he'll even be able to, to play to his best with his ab injury. But in speaking to Willard, he has reiterated that in an interview at the practice facility that he does not want to be traded. And that he's in the office daily with Chauncey Billups trying to figure out a solution to this, this mess. What about after tonight? Does he want to be traded now? <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> how about um not yet how about lillard for westbrook and mellow that would tank no. our season get us the number one pick get who's the guy this year yeah we would be assured we would be assured of number one pick that happens get holmgren is that his name oh yeah chet holmgren yeah yeah like we need another another big guy from gonzaga you know no experience with big Actually, guys from gonzaga wouldn't it be funny if we traded if we traded for Collins? Like if Collins comes back healthy, and we trade for maybe like trade Nurk for Collins. Like Rocco. Here's Rocco. We'll take Collins. Collins in the pick. Collins in the pick for Rocco. Reimburse us, please. Rocco for Zoko. Rocco for Zoko. Yeah. Uh, Gary Payton, a good friend of Willard's, has advised him not to ask for a trade. He said, I said, look, you're a guy who we're both the same or from the same cloth. I didn't want to leave Seattle. I didn't want to do that. I didn't care how it went, how it was going. But they tried to trade me. I said, let's let them trade you. Don't ask for it. Don't be the way. Don't be that way. Don't be that way. Build it up. Be your nice. guy. Nice. I don't like teaming up with other guys to win championships. I just don't like doing that. Though we tried to do that in LA. He got drafted to Portland. He changed Portland. He turned it around. They were going downhill when he started making them come up. And they were going to the playoffs. He was making big shots. He was doing things, and he agrees. He doesn't want to trade. He's not going to ask for a trade. He's just going to work with it because a lot of things is going on in Portland. Yeah, it's frustrating because he wants to win a championship. And he talked to me about that all the time. He's saying, oh, gee, I got everything you've been doing, but I do want a championship. And I said, sometimes that's got to have to wait. And so that's that, then what do you want to do? Do you want to team up with somebody or do you want to win it on your own? And his answer comes out quickly. I want to win it on my own. I'm not built like that. And that's what he's going to have to wait for. And he's frustrated because he's not a loser. He's a winner. And you're frustrated when you know that you can win basketball games. But if you got the right crew around you, you will win. And he hasn't had that yet. So that's what GP, the glove, has to say about. Nice. I like it. Blazers. I like it. I like it, too. Yeah. Again, Dave Willard saying, like I don't want to be traded. I want to win it here. I want to do it the hard way, like Giannis did. Let's do it. You know, we're only like guys. two and a half games above the four pick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes yeah. it's good to just suck for one season and get Tim Duncan and then go back to winning. Right. Well, I mean, the Warriors suck for one season and now they're good again. So. Yes, we got to pull Warriors and then just come back next season. And I don't want to be in the fucking play-in. And right now, we would not be well, in the play-in. We would, we would be, we're going to be lucky to be in the play-in at this point. Like the Spurs are only a half game behind us now. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're going to be lucky. I don't want to be in the play-in. I just well, want to be in the really lottery good. and get a good player. So you'd rather be in the lottery and get a good player than to be in the play-in and then probably be kicked out of the playoffs. I mean, we are three and a half games out of the playoffs now. Right. The, the, that team being the Lakers. Oh, God, help us all. Well, the Blazers have reportedly made it clear to next, the 76ers. We might lose that, our next four games. We probably will. That's uh, the Blazers crazy. have made it clear to the 76ers that they're not trading Damian Lillard. And the Ben Simmons trade talks have begun again and are said to be heating up. Uh, but the teams and players in those talks are in clear. The Blazers, though, is CJ back on for, for Simmons? CJ in a package for Simmons? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I think Murray is still trying to get as much as he can, like more than he should be getting for Ben Simmons. Right. right. And if, is Ben Simmons, if we trade for him, is he going to get vaccinated? Good point. Because he ain't coming here unless he's got to get vaccinated. You get vaccinated, right? Or pull that trade off. Yeah. That's got to be a, you know, the trade doesn't happen unless he gets vaccinated. doesn't go through. We don't approve it until he gets vaccinated. I agree. Uh, 
Thursday morning, the Blazers' new leadership held a press conference, though they referred to it as a, more of a conversation. It was new president Dwayne Hankins, interim GM Joe Cronin, and head coach Chauncey Billups. Uh, Billups noted how he was the longest tenured of the three. Yeah, he is. Considering he was just hired a couple months ago. Yeah. Himself. And they all talked about building a better culture uh, within the franchise, more transparency and aiming at equality and diversity. Hankins talked about root sports. He said, sorry, guys, uh, even though it reaches more customers um, and it's on Fubo, the Blazers have no control over root contracts with other streaming services like Hulu or YouTube. So apparently the Blazers have no say in that. They're like, you know, if you're the president of the Blazers and you're trying to get to as many people as possible, would you not reach out to Root Sports and say, hey, can we try to get, you know, can we try to get this done with these other streaming services so we can get to as many fans as possible? I mean, you'd at least, seems like you'd at least try to reach out. I mean, what so have you been doing? Team. What have you been doing, Chris, to watch games? Uh, I just watch them if they're on NBA TV or, or national teams. Otherwise, I listen to it on the radio. So you listen to tonight on the radio? Yes, I did. Wow. On my TV, actually. on the, I have radio on my I have a smart TV, so I have radio, oh, cool. and I listen to it on this now. Games on, on radio can be fun. When I was a kid, that's used to, I mean, all the games weren't on TV right. when we were kids. Right. So you had to listen to some of them on the radio. And then when I was a teenager, they were, all the on, they were all on Channel 8, so everybody got to watch them. Right. You know, and like, I miss that. Like, yeah. where it's like, it's I used to listen. To, I used to listen on the radio all, all the time. Yeah. Um, so Joe Cronin said the Blazers are giving him a chance to prove himself as a general manager. Um, the ball is in his court, so to speak. Uh, you know, he said he's re already received calls from several GMs about deals and that, the, uh, though he has to get final approval, approval from Jody and, uh, and Vulcan that he was instructed to go out and find deals. So he's, you know, he's not just like, you're not, Blazers aren't going to wait until they find. And that might be why that might be why the team's not playing as well because they know they're all going to get traded. Maybe. But that doesn't help us, though, because who wants to trade for these guys? Right? Looking at them playing, I don't want that guy on my team. <laughs> Dude, we have to win five games in a row just to be a 500 team. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that well, I think six now, but yeah. Jeez. Jeez. Oh. Um. Yeah. Uh, CJ McCollum is out indefinitely. He had, uh, collapsed lung when he bruised his ribs. Apparently, punctured his lung, so he's going to be out for. What does that mean? Lung. Like what do you mean? Like having a collapsed lung, like. So basically, like a piece of his rib, like poked his lung, and there's air coming out of his lung into his chest cavity. So why isn't he dead? Because it's. <laughs> well, because you, for one, you have two lungs, and for two. It's a very little hole and very little bit of air is coming out. It's How do like, they fix it? It just heals. He has to wait and let it heal. It just heals. It just heals. Yeah, that happened to my dad a long time ago. He was working yeah. and a shelf collapsed on him and like he had a, he was in bed for a long time resting and had a, takes a while. Yeah, but you have to heal. They can't do anything for that. Okay. I mean, maybe unless it's like, like terribly severe and then maybe they can go in and try to fix it, but. Do we know how CJ's feeling? Has he tweeted or said anything? I haven't heard anything from him. Right. Quite on his front, as far as I know. And, you know, with something like that, it's going to be probably, it's probably going to be a month, at least or two before he gets back. Right. Which, which sucks for us, or maybe it'll be good because then I don't know if a team's going to trade for him when he's injured. I don't know. And also, Cody Zeller's out at least a week with a patellar fracture, his right kneecap. A small, they call it a small fracture in his patellar. Well, how long is that going to be? Six months? Well, generally it's like four to six months. They're going to reevaluate in a week. But yeah, he's, he's yeah. You had another oh, laser big guy. You had another knee down. Uh, the Blazers do have that 15 spot open. They could sign on the big guy. I think after tonight, we can agree they probably need to sign. Who's out there? I don't know, but there's somebody out there. We need somebody over in you know, six, eight, you know, <laughs> seven feet tall. Come on. We need, we need some taller people on our team. We have all guards. So we can't win. I'm going to look it up. I mean, you had Carl Anthony Towns just like standing inside, getting the basket and like 
drop any in because our guys are so damn short with Nurkic and Nance in foul trouble. I'm going to try to see all free agents restricted. I'm looking here. There's a guy named Derek Alston Jr. Who's Derek Alston uh, Sr.? Uh, Al Farouk Amino, is he healthy? Uh, I don't know if he's healthy or not. He's out there. Region. Yeah, uh, but he's like six set. We need some. We need a seven footer, man. Okay, he would be good. scrolling for seven footers. Aaron Baines is out there. Aaron Baines. Why is Aaron Baines not signed? Maybe he's injured or something. I don't know. Um, I'm just looking at real GM. Just to just yeah, assuming this is uh, this is up to date. I thought he was on the Suns. There's also um, Bismack Biombo. Oh, Bismack Biombo. Jordan Bell. Right. Um, I he was on Jazz. Looking at more senators. Bruno Cabloclo. Cabocolo. However you say his name. He's six nine. Cabocolo. Derek, Derek Culver. Uh, Dumboya. Siku Dumboya. He's only six Dumboya. eight though. Yeah. Uh, Cristiano Felicio. Oh, that dude. He's playing the Bulls back in the day. Mark Gasol. Out <laughs> of retirement. So we can see if we get something out of one of the Gasol brothers. Wenyan Gabriel. <laughs> Wenyan. <laughs> he's on the he's on the center. Harry Giles. Bring back Harry. Yeah. Whatever happened to that one guy we had who was really good and then he got hurt? And we sent him to like the Hawks or something. You know what I'm talking about? It was two seasons ago we had him. He got hurt. He got started. hurt right when he was starting to play well. Oh, you're talking about. Uh, yeah, remind me his name. Yeah, the other guy. Yeah, he was in that game with Simons when they against the Kings when they like it was just the like the yes advantage they like destroyed. Yes, what that. was his name? Look, Skull. Skull this year. Skull this year, yeah. Yeah. Get him back. Yeah, guy, yeah, he was good and he just got injured. And we never we didn't really use him as much um, as we could have. Let's see. John Henson's still out there. Remember him? Oh, I remember him, yeah. Is he healthy? We, we, I, I could roll with him. Oh, hey, Jalen Horde. He's only six eight. But he's <laughs> out there still. Eric Holman. Um looking for other centers. Hey, Myers Leonard. <laughs> bring the hammer back. Would we consider bringing back Myers bring back the hammer? I mean, that would be fun. I don't think so. I think we're trying to rid ourselves of you know O'Shea's mistakes. Thon Maker or Thon McCurr, I think is the way they they pronounce it. Yeah, Thon McCurr. Thon McCurr. Um uh, Jaleel Okafor. Oh, Jaleel. We could go with him. Yeah. I mean, I take Aaron Baines or John Henson. Those are two that stood out to yeah. me. If they're, if they're there's healthy. A, there's a couple guys out there. Chris Silva. Chris Silva. Omari Spellman. Uh, Is he yeah. like a forward? Uh, yeah, he might be a forward. Anderson Verjao. Isn't he on our... <laughs> He's retiring, man. He's a bull for life. Verjao. a free agent. Yeah, we've already paid him. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are all the uh, free agent big men that uh, exist, according go. to Real GM. So, Cronin, get out there and get one of those guys. Let's go. Yeah, we need, we need more size, man. Aaron Baines would be great. He would be perfect for this team. I'd let's love Aaron see. Baines on this team. Healthy. I don't know if he's injured or what, but yeah, he'd be great. Yeah, he. He played, remember when he hit nine threes against us? Yes, yes, I remember. He hit those nine threes against us. And then I think the Raptors picked him up last year and he wasn't as, because when he hit all those shots against us, wasn't he playing for the Suns? Phoenix. Phoenix. Then he went to Toronto. That thing goes, oh, well, here we go. Yeah, he has a neck injury. Oh, dang. Oh, that's right. He was playing for the Australian. Right. He slipped in the bat in the locker room and hurt his neck. Yeah, he was playing in Australia. Dang. Dang. 
So what was the other guy? John Henson? John Henson. Let's look him up too. I mean, I guess. Maybe there is nobody out there. <laughs> well, there's a bunch of people I've never heard of out there. Yeah. Those are just the names of note to people I knew. Um, trying to figure out. Oh. Nick's or John Henson not expected to sign a new contract. The New York Knicks reportedly do not plan, this is as of April, mm. do not plan to sign John Henson to a new contract with his initial 10-day deal coming to an end Thursday. He suffered a calf injury just two oh. days into his previous contract and has not seen any action in New York. He didn't travel with the team. The 6'9", he's only 6'9". Oh, yeah, when you're you taller. He's 30 years old. Maybe we go with Harry Giles. Yeah, let's go. Let's, yeah, let's resign Harry Giles. <laughs> not much else out of that. Oh my gosh. Where's Ha? Where's Ha? <laughs> Austin Austin <laughs> Where is he? Where is he? Come on, huh? We need we him back. Need it, we just need a big body. Right. Dude, I say we go with Myers Leonard. Dude dropped like 30 plus in a Western Conference Finals game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had won that game, game four of the Western Conference Finals. Did we like go to overtime and Myers Leonard was on fire? Right. We lost. Yeah, the whole game when we were ahead, I was like, don't get your don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, then yeah, we found playing. a way to lose. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, whether they get another big guy or not with that 15 spot. We have to wait for a trade. Uh, hey, if you haven't read Kerry Eggers' new book, Jerome Kersey, Overcoming the Odds, go get it. Eggers also wrote a book on the Joe Blazers, both great books. Uh, You've read a, both? I've read both. He's a, a terrific writer. Uh, a lot of fun. I couldn't I couldn't put the book down, open the quotes. It was, it was a great read. Both I great remember reads. when I was a kid, my brother and I watching Blazer games. If Jerome Kersey led us in scoring, it means we lost. <laughs> mercy, so mercy, that. Which if, yeah. if you're ever led in scoring by Jerome Kersey, no yeah, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> mercy, uh, mercy. Speaking of another former Blazer, Zach Randolph has become the first Grizzly to be to retired. Retired. Yes. I'm with the Grizzlies have somebody to. <laughs> yeah, enough to retire to Jersey. <laughs> he got a bum rap in Portland. I thought he was a great guy. He was, yeah. I always enjoyed having him. He was just kind of a duplicate with uh, Aldridge here, yeah, or with Aldridge here. And so well, that's. I am. I anytime I went up to meet him, he smiled ear to ear. It was really sweet. Yeah, yeah. I met him once in the Moda Center. Him and Bonzi Wells were out in the in the Mesne. And I walked up, said hi, and they're like, like what? looked down at me, and like, what's up, little guy? <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. What is uh, what is up, little guy? <laughs> Not much, man. <laughs> Getting ready for the holidays. All right. Are you wearing uh, a Damian Lillard jersey right now? I'm wearing wearing a Bill Walton jersey right now. Oh, <laughs> nice. Got it. Won us a championship. That's right. When Damian Lillard wins the championship, I'll wear a Damian Lillard jersey. How's that? All right. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> uh, Kyle Kuzma has been fined $15,000 for flipping off a fan on Wednesday. Love it. And the Wizards win against the Pistons in Detroit. Guess you cannot do that. For future reference, uh, Kevin Durant has also been fined $25,000 for directing obscene language towards a fan. So he cussed the fan. And Fridays during Fridays went over the Hawks. So we can't cuss at fans. We can't flip off the fans. We'll have to give up some of that pocket money. It's two way. The fans can't do that to the you. The fans can't do it either. Or they'll be, yeah, but they'll just be rejected right. for life. The players right. are just in pocket cash. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, former owner, general manager, and president of the Hawks, Michael Guerin Sr., has passed away. The age of 87, rest in peace. Michael, thoughts with you and your family. 
several pieces of Bill Russell memorabilia were auctioned off Friday. His last jersey that he wore, the one he wore in the concluding game of the 1969 finals, in which he won his 11th championship, sold for $1.1 million. Wow. Did he really leave the game as a champion? Was that his last game of his career? His last game. He That's badass. Yes. Win 11 titles and retire after the 11. Yes. Left as a champion. That's awesome. Uh, his 19, his, uh, excuse me, his first uh, championship ring sold for $705,000. His 1956 Olympic gold medal sold for $587,500. And his five MVP trophies sold for a combined $1.3 million. Why is he selling all this stuff? Is he I don't going? know, but in total, there were 429 pieces of memorabilia that he sold, and he made $5.3 million. Did he do this because he was broke? Well, I don't know if it's because he's he's giving some of the proceeds to use in charity justice programs, so maybe, yeah, maybe he needs some cash. He probably didn't make much playing basketball. Probably. They didn't uh, pay people back then like they do now. Right. I wonder and how much is a big man coach. You can. I wonder if it says on Basketball Reference how much uh, Bill Russell made in his career. I'm sure quite a bit. I bet not much at all. Oh, actually, yeah, not because yeah, I was back in the days. So probably people not. didn't get paid millions of dollars to play basketball. Yeah, they didn't really get paid as much back then. I'm looking it up. Dude won 11 championships. Uh, seeing if it lists transactions. I'm going to Google it and see. How much money did Bill Russell earn as a player? I don't think it was a lot, dude. Yeah, I don't, yeah. This says over his entire career, he made a hundred grand. Dang. Going to the, uh, despite winning 11 NBA championships in 56 to 69, going to the All-Star game 12 times, being named league MVP five times. Russell hardly cracked half a million dollars at his peak. But, oh, so 500. but yeah. right here it says it says 100,000, 600,000 today in today's money. In today's money. Oh, okay. Uh, in actual money that he actually made. Or he became the first NBA player to earn 100,000. It says, let's see, Russell. Russell's impressive career. Yeah, it looks like he was the first player to earn a hundred thousand total. I think is what it's saying. Wow. Um. Yeah, which they're saying was about Russell became the first NBA player to earn hundred thousand dollars in salary, which is the same as six hundred thousand in twenty twenty. One can only imagine how much money he would have earned if he was playing in today's NBA. Yeah, so he didn't make much money. Uh, the NBA has released a new commercial for its NBA Lane campaign. Dinner at NBA Lane uh, brings together former players, actors, etc., who are in some form connected to the teams playing on Christmas. Robert Parrish, Sean Marion, Baron Davis, Pau Gasol, Sue Bird, Quavo, Mr. Orange, the Sun Superfan, and Billy Crystal are among those in the commercial narrated by Anthony Anderson. If you haven't seen it, go look. Uh, Dylan Brooks was fined $25,000 for aggressively confronting a ref after being ejected last week in 104 loss to the Mavericks with just under 28 seconds left in the game. Um, a lot of COVID issues in the NBA uh, seems to be plaguing the NBA right now. The Indiana Pacers and the Toronto Raptors canceled their practices Thursday, citing COVID protocols, and Canada has specified that players who are not vaccinated uh, will not be able to travel to Toronto to play the Raptors. 97% of the league's players are vaccinated. 
There are 510 players in the NBA, which means there are roughly 16 unvaccinated players in the NBA. Uh, Patriots coach Rick Carlisle has been placed on COVID protocols after testing positive, as has Raptors president Masai Ujiri. Uh, nine players now on the Bulls have been placed on COVID protocol. DeMar Rosen, Derek Jones Jr., Zach Levine, Troy Brown Jr., Matt Thomas, Toby White, Dante Green, Ayoda Sunmu, and Stanley Johnson are all in COVID protocol. So they postponing games? No, they still have just enough players. That's crazy. Yes. There was one more player, one or two more players, and then they won't be able to play any more games. Wow. And the Hornets are still down five players for all in COVID protocol. And now RJ Baird of the Knicks has entered COVID protocol. So this it's just COVID. Nobody from the Blazers. Not good to see. Yeah, not yet. We're, what's, we're going getting, we're having, we're Kyrie, injuries, what's going on with Kyrie Irving? He really doesn't want to play. He just doesn't want to play, I guess. It's all, he convictions, man. Get, all he has to do is get vaccinated and he can yeah. join his team and help them out. I know. He just won't do him it. Him and Durant went there together. Why isn't Durant talking to him and saying, look, you got to get vaccinated. I need you to play. You should. Yeah, I would be if I was his teammate. Uh, Solomon Hill will miss the remainder of the season with a hamstring injury. He will undergo surgery to repair a torn tendon in his right hamstring. Uh, Bam Adebayo, timeline for return, has been updated after undergoing surgery on his right thumb. He will be out four to six weeks. Ouch. Uh, Nicole Jokic surpassed Larry Bird with his 60th career triple-double wow. in his eighth all-time. He sits only two... Triple doubles behind James Harden at number seven. Can you name the top six in triple doubles all time, Eric? Triple doubles all time? Top six. Magic Johnson. That's one of them. LeBron James. No. Yes. Yes, sorry. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Jason Kidd. Yes. Russell Westbrook. Yes, he's number one. And... um. Two more. Just two more? I believe, yeah. I did Magic, LeBron, Russell Westbrook, yes. Jason Kidd. Those are yeah, two, four. Two more. Uh, and we already said Jokic, right? Nope, Jokic isn't top six. He's not top six. He's number eight right now. Got it. Um, so the other guys would be, um, gosh, Grant Hill? No. Um, triple double, man. Triple double. Not Luka Doncic yet. No. Uh, Michael Jack. Michael Jordan. No. Um, Stephen Ash. No. Nope. Um. Oh, Oscar Robertson. Oscar Robinson's one of them. Yes. Um. James Harden. No. Uh, Penny Hardaway. No. The original triple double guy. Come on. I already said Oscar Hart Robertson. No, the original. <laughs> the original? Before Oscar Robertson? I don't know. Wilt the Stilt, man. Wilt the Stilt. Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. And who else? And that was it. That was six. Oh, okay. Wow. I did okay. There you go. You did all right. Yeah. Uh, Alex Caruso will be reevaluated in one week after injuring his hamstring. The Bulls have said the injury is not significant. Uh, former Lakers guard and current G League player uh, who holds the G League record for most threes was on Will Fortune and he won $31,750 this past Friday. And the money went to a fan via the Secret Santa program. Uh, former Suns employees have been released from non-disclosure agreements and can interview uh, with investigators about owner Robert Sarver. John Stockton told Kyrie Irving, speaking of Kyrie Irving, we are talking about him, uh, that he is proud of him. On an anti-vaccine podcast, he said, you have a lot of supporters, Kyrie. Not all of them can get to you, and you can't get to all of them, but there's every bit of a majority out there that's sitting there pulling for you. 
You're just not quite as bold as he is. I'm proud of him as an individual to take that kind of individual risk and to be that bold for what you feel is right. That fucking sucks. What's he talking about? Yeah, I know. So now we I have to John hate Stockton John Stockton, Stockton too? Yeah, I think John Stockton's also against vaccine. I think Obviously. A vaccine guy. Which is Gosh. Yeah. My God. Yeah. What's his problem? I don't know, man. There's every bit of majority out there that's sitting there pulling for you. A majority? That's what he said. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think that's true. Yeah, that's not, a not true. Not a majority at all. Uh, yeah, go ahead, make him believe that by saying that to him right? to keep him from getting vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, did people really? Uh, did people give John Stockton a hard time for saying that? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard in, if there's backlash or not. I'm sure there probably is some. John Stockton, there's not a chance I would risk any of that to play. My hope would be other guys would join in and all of us lock arms and none of us play. Really? Wow. John Stockton thinks that all the players should be unvaccinated and lock arms and say, we're not going to play if we have to be vaccinated. Wow. What exactly is he what is so scary about vaccines? I don't get it. Uh, there's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's exactly like, of... it's like vaccines are the devil or something. Yeah, a lot of people think that. A lot of people are very misinformed about the vaccine. They think there's things in there, like the government are going to watch it. You know, tracking devices or whatever. Or there's all these conspiracies out there of these crazy things that could be in the vaccine. Um, but really, it's just there to help you fight this terrible, terrible disease that is COVID-19. You know, I've got mine and I'm fine, you know. And what is this research he claims to have done? I don't know. My kids and my grandkids hearing these things and accepting them as truth when I know by my significant amount of research that it isn't. It's very frustrating. What research? Are you in the lab? What, what right, is he in the lab? <laughs> Are you in the lab testing? In the lab doing tests with his lab coat? And seeing the the vials and vials, yeah, and like checking to see like how the the vaccines uh, respond to people. Right, this is bad. This is very bad. <laughs> oh man! Wow! Yeah. What a dick. Okay, I officially hate John Stockton. Man, you know, and I like John Stockton. I'm proud of him. Gosh, he's supposed to be a role model. Yeah, I know you're supposed to be a role model for all the people. And you're, yeah, yeah. You can't let them get to you. Showing them the misinformation is okay. People are pulling for him. What does that mean? If everybody in the world was vaccinated right now, we'd be done with this thing. Done. Yeah. And yeah. the people that are making it continue on are these people, John Stockton and Kyrie Irving. It's terrible. Shame on him. Shame. Uh, <laughs> other news. Uh, Steve Kerr. Will be the next coach of Team USA. He will replace Greg Popovich. Not a surprise there. Steve Kerr is good at coaching All Star teams, so yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> He's good, good at coaching, coaching lots of star players. Yes. yes. <laughs> good at good at coaching super teams. So yeah. He's your guy. Uh, Zion Williamson has suffered yet another setback as he experienced a regression in his surgically repaired Terrible. right foot. Terrible news. Yeah, he is suffering from a persistent lingering soreness in the foot and will be shut down from further training indefinitely. Terrible news. Yeah, so they were trying to get him to come back. They had him bad about doing, that. you know, one-on-one -on -one trainings, one-on-one -on -one shooting, mm -hmm. uh, but his foot just, it's not healing. So no. they're shutting him down. That's sad. Because he's fat? Probably. That's something to do with it. Now, in the last bit of news, uh, Isaiah Thomas has signed with the G League and will take part in the G League Showcase in Vegas on December 19th and 22nd in a bid to make it back to the NBA. All right, that's it for our news on the games and highlights. Monday, the Clippers beat the Blazers 102-90. Despite being without Lillard, McCollum, Simons, and Little, the Blazers held their own and kept it close to late. The Blazers led 88-86. About five minutes ago, but the Clippers went up five behind Paul George in a flagrant 
by Nurkic to the chin of Isaiah Hartenstein took away any chance the Blazers had of winning that game. You said Nurkic Joe had a season-high 31 points, and Norm Powell a season-high himself of 29. So a fighting – I had hope because they were fighting, even though, you know, in, in this game plus, even though we didn't have our star players or a lot of our players – uh, and then uh, Milwaukee uh, beat the Cavs 112-104. Giannis returned from injury on his 27th birthday and scored 27 points to lead the Bucks to their 10th win in their last 11th game. So they're working their way up the Eastern Conference. Uh, Philadelphia beat the Charlotte Hornets 127-124 in overtime. Joel Embiid put up a season-high 43 points to go with 15 rebounds and 7 assists. Tobias Harris put up a double uh, Put up double, a double-double with 21 and 11. Uh, Bridges hit a three to tie it with 10 seconds left in regulation. And Bede missed a fadeaway jumper that would have won it, sending the game to overtime. And Joel Embiid scored six of the Sixers' eight points in overtime. Kelly Ray Jr. missed a last-second three that would have sent the game to a second overtime. Tuesday, the Knicks beat the Spurs 121-109. One second, I lost my. One of the rare Knicks wins. One of the rare Knicks wins. They snapped a seven-game losing streak with R.J. Barrett making a career-high seven three-pointers. as lucky number sevens on the way to 32 points. Spurs' Keldon Johnson injured his ankle after stepping on the foot of teammate Jacob Portal. Uh, Johnson left the game in the second quarter and did not return. Wednesday, the Warriors beat the Blazers 104-94. The story of the night was Curry looking to pass the three-point record of Ray Allen, he would have needed 16 threes, which would best teammate Clay Thompson's 15 threes in the game record. And many, including the NBA play-by-play and color commentator for the game, thought they could, that he could do it against a very short-handed Blazers team who were without Lillard, McCollum, Simons, and Zeller. They were wrong, though. Uh, the short-handed Blazers kept up with the slow-going Warriors and remained close till the end, but couldn't pull it out. Little returned from an ankle injury to put up 18 points in the first half and then left with cramps, dang it. Because yeah. I think if he would have stayed in that game in the second half, he probably would have won that game. Mm-hmm. But he left and not return. Yusuf Nurkic had a rough night, fouling out late and finishing with just 12 points and 12 rebounds. Powell with the Blazers with 26. And Curry ended up with 22 points. He attempted 23 three-pointers. He only made six of the defense by the Blazers against Stephen Curry. Uh, the Thunder beat the Raptors 110-109. And the Houston Rockets beat the Nets 114-104 and both notched their eighth wins of the season, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Catching up with us. Catching up with us. Yeah, that's scary. They're only a few back feet behind us. Oh man. Shaking my boots. Uh the Grizzlies beat the Lakers 108 to 95 on Thursday. LeBron James had a triple double at 20 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds. And Anthony Davis put up 22 points. But Westbrook was a negative 16, which is nine points. Though he did have seven assists, six rebounds, and six turnovers for a near quad double. Oh, wow. But the Grizzlies, behind 26 points from, from uh, JJJ and 23 from sophomore Desmond Bain, pulled away in the final quarter after a 19 run, and the Lakers lost again. Uh, Friday, the Hornets beat the Kings 124 123. Darren Fox had a chance to win the game with two free throws. With 2.4 seconds left, he missed them both. And Marvin Bagley desperately tried for a tip-in, but he missed, and the Hornets won. And he only needed to make one to tie it, I believe, in two to win the game, and he missed them both. Wow. Ouch. And then today, the Blazers, like we were talking about earlier to start the podcast, lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves, 116-111. Lillard did return. He scored 24 points. Still had a rough shooting night. 11 rebounds, though, for him. Six assists, so good numbers. Simons left Portland with 26 points. And like I said, it was the first time in Blazers franchise history the two bench players both hit five or more threes in the game. It was six threes made for Simons and five threes made for Ben McLemore. And we still snapped. Yeah. But the Wolves snapped a five-game losing streak, and the Blazers stretched their losing streak to five. Dang it. Uh, the Nats beat the Pistons 116-104. Durant, a season high, 51 points. A season high for all players this season. And that is games and highlights on to Streak Thunder, 
Streak, Streak Finder. Streak Finder. Streak Finder. Streak Finder Streak is the longest streak of three or more steals in a game. And the number one guy has done it 15 times in a row. He was very famous for getting steals. He even had a quadruple double once with steals. Do you know who that man is? Do you have any idea? Chris? I'm trying to think here. I don't know. Alvin Robertson. Alvin Robertson. And then two players did it 13 times in a row, one of who has been a league MVP, and the other one has coached the Blazers. Adelman? Nope. Uh, PJ? Nope. Uh, Dunleavy? No. <laughs> oh, Nate. Nate. Yes. Nate Nate, Mr. Sonic. Right. Mr. Sonic. And Michael Jordan. Of course. Michael Jordan. And 11 sense. times in a row, it's been done by Alvin Robertson, Michael Williams, and boo, John Stockton. Boo. Yeah, I knew he'd be on the list. John Stockton, him, did it on the list John Stockton did it 10 games in a row, too. Michael Jordan did it 10 games in a row twice. Looking down the list, we've got Ricky Green, Baron Davis, John Stockton again, Rick Barry. John Stockton does have the all-time record in steals, I believe. Uh, Victor Oladipo, Chris Paul, lots of Alvin Robertson, lots of Michael Jordan, Iverson, Doug Christie, Bobby Jones looking for a blazer, looking for a blazer. We've got the blazer coach, Nate McMillan, a few times on this list. Got Akeem Olajuwon, we got Rajon Rondo, Mookie Blaylock, a guy named Dudley Bradley. I've never heard of him before. Have you heard of Dudley Bradley? No, I have not. Don Buse, Doug Christie, Darwin Cook, Earl Tatum, Gerald Wallace has done it seven times in a row, twice. Wow. So he's a blazer, but yeah. he did not do it as a blazer. He did it as a bobcat, I believe. Mike Woodson, Larry Steele, John Stockton, Chris Weber, David Wesley, Russell Westbrook, six times in a row, Paul Westfall, Gary Bain, Eric Mordock. Scotty Pippen, Doc Rivers, Ricky Rubio, Jay Humphreys, Magic Johnson, Jason Kidd. So the only guy in the top 100 is Gerald Wallace, who has played for the Blazers. There's your streak finder. Questions? There it is. Yes, we do have questions. First one is from Fran P., who asks, what do you guys think of interim GM Joe Cronin? It seems he has been given the go-ahead to make trade. Should we expect one soon? I think we should. I mean, if he when we first fired Olsi, I was like, does does Cronin have, you know, free reign to really make trades? And the answer to that is yes, right? I mean, I mean, he has to get final say. But yes, I mean, he has. They instruct him go out and make deals, get trades. Let's yeah. figure this out. So, I think we will see his trade sooner than later. Yeah, um, you know, we'll be one of the few teams that probably makes a trade before you know the um the deadline. The deadline for people, I mean, the the cutoff point for people who are signed this summer is December fifteenth, I believe, right? December fifteenth. Like yes. People like Powell can be traded in like three days. Yeah. Yes. So we should be looking out at that date for a yeah. possible trade. That would be um, Wednesday, I think. Right. Yeah. Thinking and about, I like thinking about going to that game on Wednesday and bringing my nephews. Oh, okay. We're playing the Grizzlies that night. Go Blazers, cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and I like Joe Cronin from what I saw of him in an interview. You know, he's a very modest, affable guy. You know, he's not, I don't see all the ego there. I see just a lot of, you know, a guy that wants to communicate and he's a great person to figure out what the problem is and solve the problem. He's, and a, he's a really good numbers guy. And he was just an intern. 15 yeah. years ago. 15 years ago. <laughs> and here he is. From intern to general manager. And apparently you can ask him any player in the league and he knows the guy's contract. Yeah, he's like this like insane cap guy. He knows all the salaries, all every all of that. Yeah. Like all in his head. It's amazing. So 
I'm excited to see what he, what he, what he might pull off. We'll the see thing what happens. Is they have, at some point, they have to take a risk. Right. You know, I mean, it can't just be like, well, we'll see. Well, we're waiting for the right trade. It can't be that. Well, yeah, and I think now is the time where we're going to take that risk. We're going to see CJ traded. You know, Olshay did not want to trade him. He was his golden goose. Now, like, he's gone. We're going to be trading. CJ's going to be going. I hope so. I'm probably along with Rocco, maybe Nurk. We're going to see what – it's going to be a big trade. Yep. Hopefully it makes us better. Hopefully it helps us get to the plate. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Well, um, you know who we should try to land in a trade? Who? Um, since we don't have size. Robin Lopez. Yeah. Wouldn't people yeah. love him coming back? I love him coming back, yeah. Yeah, bring back and it probably wouldn't cost it probably wouldn't cost much to get no let's go get robin lopez a couple second round picks man yeah (laughs) yeah if i was going to trade use of nurkic for another center for some other big guy miles turner in indiana he does not like what's his situation there he wants something to play somewhere else i think he would be really good what about sabonis what about sabonis sabonis would be good, good too but he's smaller but I don't know. One of those two guys, yeah. One of those two guys would be the guy I would trade. Turner could trade for. Yeah, me too. For, for use of those guys. You no, know, Indiana is definitely having a fire sale. They're struggling. Yeah, they are. They're getting ready to. So we need to get on that. Yeah. Oh, I hope next our next podcast episode we're talking about these great trades. I hope so too. Next question. Uh, next question is from Guy, and he asks. Uh, with the Blazers officially telling the Sixers and other teams that Dame is not available, will Murray be more willing to trade Ben for CJ now? We hope so. We hope so. He's probably not going to be willing to come down on those picks. Does he want to trade for a CJ with a punctured lung? Well, I mean, he has a Ben Simmons that's not playing right now anyway. But well, CJ McComb is going to be out a couple months and then come back and be able to play and will play. And then, but he could get people like Simons and Nasir Little in the deal too. He could. But right, I, I just read uh, an article today saying he wants a top 25 player in return for Ben Simmons. Right. Which is not likely going to happen because most of the players are not for trade. So I don't know who he's thinking about getting, but. Well, just for fun, let's go to uh, PER rankings. And look at the uh, the top players in the league. Um, and let's see. Here are the top five by per. Let's see if any of them, the top 25. Let's see if we would, if uh, Philadelphia could get any of these guys. Nikola Jokic. No. By far the number one player in PER. No. Giannis. No. Willie Hernan Gomez. What? <laughs> he's number four. He's number no, he's three. not. He's number no, he's three. Not. Yes, he is 27.15 per. He only plays what? 14 minutes a game, and he's only played 14 games. But when he's in there, he's awesome. He's not going to trade Ben Simmons for one Hernan Gomez. Come on. No, but they could say, and New Orleans could say, look, he's one of the best players in the league. Right. Next guy is Jimmy Butler. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I mean, he's already played for Philadelphia before. Yeah, I don't know if they want him back. Joel Embiid. No. Um, JaVale. I mean, he's already on the team. You can't trade a guy for the same guy. JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee? Yep. Six he always kills per. us, man. He always he always destroys us when he yep. does it. Kevin Durant? No. Montrez Harrell? Really? You know <laughs> yep. Rudy Gobert? I mean, he could be had. Rudy Gobert, no. Trey Young? No. Anthony Davis? Probably not, no. no. Steph Curry? No. Steph Curry's been, like, uh, kind of overrated this year since they have a good record. He's yeah. had a lot of, like, bad games. That's right. why for a guy you think of as efficient, he's all the way down at 12. Yeah. Then John Morant? No. Jared Allen? Boy, he's playing great. Cleveland looks good. Yeah, you could probably get traded for Jared Allen, but Isaiah Hartenstein would do that. Isaiah Hartenstein. Really? That dude. Yeah. We should have signed that guy, man. <laughs> LeBron James. 
Well, no. DeMar DeRozan? No. Chris Stapps Porzingis? Chris Stapps, really? They could get him. He's on their head of Lukic? Wow. You ready for the next one? Yusuf Nurkic with a 23.09. Well, hey. Why don't we get them Nurkic for Ben Simmons? Top 25 player right right there. There you got your top 25 player. We'll take Ben. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) He's healthy. He's ready to go. Right. Why not? Why not? Um, Then Carl Anthony Towns. He could be bad. Jonas Valanciunas. Really? Rashawn Holmes. Wow. Brandon Clark. Domantas Sabonis and Donovan Mitchell. Those are the top 24. And amazingly, Luka Doncic is not all the way down at 28. Wow. Below Hassan Whiteside. So, I mean, there's a few of those guys you could get, but most of those guys are not. Where's like the almighty Devin Booker? He's like down at 44th. Chris Paul's at 34th. The mellow ball's kind of low. A lot of players who people think are really, really good players aren't like that good. Well, there's a lot of players not having good seasons this year. But Jokic is head and shoulders above everybody. And then Giannis is head and shoulders above everybody below him, too. Yep. It's like Jokic and Giannis and then everybody else. Whatever happened to Anthony Davis? The guy is still really young. He's supposed to be good. He had just won a championship last year. Not last season, but last year. And um, people thought he was going to be like this unstoppable force, but he's he's good. Yeah, he's good. not that good, though. He's really good, but like people would have thought like he'd carry the team when LeBron's hurt. Right. That he'd really want to like turn his game up a notch and really start dominating the league. And he doesn't. He's Mr. Glass, man. Yeah. Why isn't he? Why isn't he number one in per? You know what I mean? Like he has all the skills. What's his excuse, you know? He used to be really good. Yeah. Oh, now he's riding LeBron's jersey. <laughs> Coattail. You want, to guess who, you want to guess who has the best true shooting percentage in the league? Like Curry, probably. No. No, neither of the Currys are in the top 20. Wow. The highest rank, let's see if there's a Portland guy even in the top. Cody Zeller is 33rd in the league in total shooting percentage. Nobody else. Number one, he plays in our division. I'll say that. Jokic? Rudy Gobert. Real bear. Yeah. Yeah. That guy just dumps. That's all he does. Yeah. Why those Cleveland Cavaliers are looking fun with Jared Allen and uh, Evan Mobley. Yeah, they're finally getting some young guys that can play and seeing some kind of. What's our next question? Our next question is from Adam. Kind of more of a comment. He says, CJ, Rocco, and Nurk are as good as gone. Blazers should not want to extend Nurk or Rocco. CJ is a no-brainer to move with a package to get an all-star. If that can't happen, they at least need to move him for a similar talent level player who plays in the front court. Name and Norm have the backcourt on a lockdown. What's that? What was the last part? Name or what? Name and Norm have the backcourt on lockdown. Yes. Yeah. Here, I'm already thinking about the Sixers deal. If we traded Nurk in a package for Simmons. Let's say we were packaging Nurk and CJ to Philadelphia. Who could we get back with Ben Simmons? You know what I'm saying? Seibel. Is that who we want? Seibel, Maxi. I'm going to look at there. Uh, um, Nurkic makes like 12 million, right? Hurry. Nurkic makes yeah. Well, Danny Green makes $10 million. Danny so Green. What about Ben Simmons and Danny Green for Nurkic and CJ? Is that a fair deal? 
don't know. Then we do we would lack size. Curry, Seth Curry makes eight million. He's another guy. Yeah, he's a guy we could get. But I think if we traded both, I think it'd probably be like a three-team deal. So like yeah. CJ would go to one team and earn to the other probably and then get Simmons and maybe another a player from the other team. I don't know. But I would take the eyeball and Simmons. Who what's our I want to look at our payroll. Blazers team payroll. All right, so we got Dame at 39, CJ at 30, which is just even with Ben Simmons. Norm Powell's at 15 million. Roko's, God, we're paying Roko 13 million. Wow. So we could do something like put together Roko and Nurkic and maybe throw in Nasir. So Roko, Nurkic, and Nasir for like Ben Simmons and not trade CJ at all. I don't know if Murray would go for that. I'd probably do that though. Something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Basically, Ben Simmons would become center. He'd be like point center. Then we'd be even shorter, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, what size does Philadelphia have? Oh, besides Embiid, not much. They have that was one backup guy. They have Drummond. Oh, they have Drummond. That's right. I forgot about Drummond. That's it, pretty much. And you know it's a rookie that's put Drummond in the deal too. Yeah, give us Drummond too. Oh, gosh. All right. We'll see what happens. See what happens. And then uh, Damien D says, I'm good with CJ and Roku out of here. I think most people are good with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Damon W says, in addition to CJ Roku and perhaps Nurk out the door, let's squeeze in the following packing and trade filler as well, please. And he lists Snell, LB, and Zeller. I, mean, I agree with Ellaby. Ellaby's good. We put Ellaby in. We put Ellaby in. He had one good game. And he hit a three and no one else could, and we took him out. Terrible. He's not, we, need to, we need to trade him as filler. All right. <laughs> Snell has been disappointing. Yeah, he has. I, I expect he, a lot more like, out of him. He's not shooting well, is he? Because I felt like he, no. he hit his first two threes and never hit a three again. Like, I think it's really bad. I'm looking it up right now. That's what seems to happen. We like when his, Portland brings like the best three point shooters. Oh, three point team, percentage. Yeah, so, when he, his last season, he was 57%. Before that, 40%. Before that, 40%. 40%. 40%. Right. Guess how much right. he's averaging this, this year? Right. 27%. 27%. Oh, my God. Guys shooting 27% on threes. Oh. Completely useless. Yes. But he hasn't missed a free throw yet. Well, there you go. Hasn't missed a free throw since the 18-19 season. That's wow. crazy, right? Crazy. Oh, gosh. And then Gary Q says, anyone but Lillard can go. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. And then I'll ask questions from Daniel B. He says, as, as a team, we were in an awkward position. To elevate us to at least a contender, which player do you think is the weak link that if they were to be traded, which player would you start a trade package around? I mean, Rocco is probably our weakest link right now. But mm -hmm. CJ, I mean, you know, it's been coming for a while, for a long time. You know, he's, he's the guy you're going to probably start a trade package around Nurkic. Not having the best year, um, but yeah, probably CJ Rocco. What happened to Nurkic's rim protection? I think we talked about it last week, but I'm still floored right. that he only averages half a block. You know, and he's still shooting well. I mean, he's still, you know, shooting percentage around the basket and stuff is pretty good. It's gotten better. Yeah. But yeah, he's just did the. What happened to his defense? His defense isn't there. His. 
Yeah, I don't know what happened. And the beast is not the beast right now at all. It's crazy. You know? Yeah. I don't know if it's if he's like afraid to get hurt again or, or yeah, I don't know. He's just out of shape. I don't know. I mean, I mean, he doesn't look like he's out of shape like he was. Yeah. It's confusing to me. Yeah. I don't know. What else we got? That is our last, that was our last question. Okay. Um, so if you'd like to submit questions for next week's episode, you can do so by dropping us a tweet at with NBA or on Facebook. It's around the NBA with Chris Merrick Facebook page or the Blazers Forum Facebook page, or of course at repcity2.com on Sundays or Mondays. As always, that's read there for your questions and comments. Thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And as always, go Blazers. Go Blazers. <laughs>